0: up guys it's mel and welcome back to all that chat the weekly podcast where i talk about anything and everything okay so tiktok is a weird and toxic and dangerous place some of it's good some of it's bad some of it's awful and some of it is just plain sadistic and it's a breeding ground for bigots hatreds transphobia homophobia you know um war against religions the whole bit But I'm starting to see this thing where certain trans women, and I am calling trans women out as a trans woman myself, I feel that this is important because half of them just talk a pile of piss. And I think it's important to actually talk about the facts so that people can understand what actually goes on when you take hormones, testosterone blockers, things like that. Now, depending on what the doctors give you, side effects vary, but I want to talk about my experience for a bit. And here's the thing. I started hormones when I was 25, T-blockers when I was 27. And in that time, I've seen a lot of effects. And before that, before I started medication, I was going through a lot of shit with my body. I was under seven stone at one point. I was very skinny. You could see my rib cage. You could see my bones. I was a walking toothpick. And doctors will say that they found no evidence relating taking estrogen to weight gain to certain things and things like that well here's the thing as a trans woman who's experienced both pill and gel form of hormones or estrogen I can guarantee that there is a link to weight gain when it comes to taking estrogen I used to be a size 8 maybe under that and I'm now a size 14 it's not just because I've got breasts now. I don't have my vagina, but I've got breasts, and it's that's not the reason why I'm a size 14. It's because I've got a belly now, which I never used to have. And I am very picky with what I eat. I don't eat a healthy diet, you know, but I'm not stuffing my face every two minutes. You know, like I said, I was under seven stone at one point. I was disgustingly thin. And I'm starting to, the reason why I'm making this episode is because I'm sick to death of trans women in the community looking for views and clicks and, you know, a reaction out of, you know, straight, white and black men and women. Or just looking for clickbait or something else. It puts the rest of us at risk, the the ones who actually have fucking common sense. So, I was listen, listening to this girl. She was she had filmed a video on TikTok, and she has a podcast. I'll need to look it up. Um, but basically, she was reading out tweets of how a trans woman was saying, "Oh, I've had my first period cramps. You don't get period cramps. No trans woman does. We get cramps. They're not period cramps. Cramps is like for us in my experience of taking hormones." I do get cramps, but I've also had cramps before I started hormones because I've got IBS and a bunch of other problems with my stomach, but when I started estrogen back in 2016 when I was 25, my stomach would really tighten and I was in severe agony for a long time, on and off. I still get cramps every now and again, but for people to say, for people to assume what these medications do it to us, just shut your cake holes, seriously, you know, nothing, Looking at a few lines on Wikipedia or WebMD doesn't do shit. And that's fact. It still doesn't give you a degree in medicine. Now, as someone who takes estrogen and testosterone blockers, I'm here to dish out the facts on what I know about my body and what the hormones in that do it in my body. In terms of the cramps, I get leg cramps Often. And I also get cramps at the bottom of my stomach and I'm in severe agony. Sometimes I'm actually hugging the wall because I'm in so much pain. Now mind you, I was getting cramps in my stomach long before starting hormones. But when I started hormones, it elevated that pain. It's just the way it goes. But I don't claim that they're period cramps because I know I can't get a period. And if any trans woman is calling them period cramps, stop. Because you know they're not period cramps. You are suffering from a side effect of the estrogen, no more, no less. Then another trans woman that put on Twitter or whatever this person was reading on her podcast said that she was having trouble breastfeeding her baby. Trans women cannot breastfeed. Not now, not ever. We weren't born the right way. We weren't born into a biological woman's body. So, therefore, we cannot get pregnant, get periods, or get period cramps. And the sooner the snowflakes and the woke and the bigots understand us, the easier everybody's life will be. It's that plain and simple. We've gotten to this p- point where there's some people who will be allies to start shit. There will be people within the trans community, trans themselves, who will start shit saying they get PD cramps that they can breastfeed. No, you can't. So I'm on the NHS's website, and here, here are some of the side effects of estrogen. Um, this is both, because here's the thing. I started off in pills, little blue pills, Um, called the stradiovalorate. Two milligrams a day. So it was one little blue pill. I ended up with nausea, headaches and migraines, severe pains in my stomach, dizziness, tiredness, and just plain fatigue. My legs, I felt like they were going to fall off because of the amount of cramps I was taking in my legs. At one point, I thought I was going to get thrombosis. (coughs) but because I kept up to date with my checkups I had to get a breast cancer screening done because I now have breasts so it was the year before last so 2020 end of 2021 actually um I had to go to the doctors because I was getting pains in my my breasts and I had to get checked and uh, basically it came back all clear luckily enough um but I knew the risks going into this, a lot of trans women just don't care. They're like, oh my God, oh my God, give me the pills, give me the pills, blah, blah, blah. But you have to understand the side effects and the risks. So I started off in a little blue pill. And Here's the thing, when you take the pills from what I've learned over the years, they get they get digested through the liver, which is why they were so slow to show results. Whereas now I'm on hormone gel and I got results within a year, like that, weight gain, my breasts grew in size really quickly, all of that stuff. But here are some of the side effects. The main side effects of taking estrogen include bloating, breast tenderness or swelling, swelling in other parts of the body, feeling sick, leg cramps, headaches, indigestion and vaginal bleeding. I don't have a vagina yet. The only reason I would have vaginal bleeding is through the aftermath of surgery, I'm not going to claim that as a period because I know it's physically fucking impossible. But the bigots and stuff don't want to fucking hear it. Um, In terms of leg cramps, I do get leg cramps. Feeling sick. I've been nauseous since day one. It dies off for a few days, maybe a couple of weeks if I'm lucky. But as soon as I either go up in a dose or I get my T-blocker injection, for instance, which is tryptoralin, um, 11.5. five milligrams I think I get it an injection in the buttocks every three months and I've got to alternate it that is when I will take really sick for maybe a couple of weeks few weeks Um, bloating I only bloat through my IBS I've never experienced it through taking hormones breast tenderness or swelling when I started hormones at 25 my breasts were in severe agony and i was also leaking from the nipples so i would lose fluid from the nipples it wasn't milk it was just this white translucent fluid you know and then i had to go to the doctors to get checked but by the time i went to get checked because i was like oh you know what it's probably a side effect i'll leave it by the time i went to the doctor it stopped so this was around maybe six weeks maybe a couple of months it could be longer than that um but yeah i was panicking uh, and then it stopped um, so there was that, it's, like, the nipple area still gets tender and sore, um, but it's only every once in a while, it's not as rampant as it used to be, because when I first started, like, I was in severe pain, and it's not just because of the estrogen, it's because they're growing, you know, your breasts are growing, so it's, it's going to cause tenderness or swelling or pain, um, there was a point where I literally couldn't walk around the house in a t-shirt, um, I had to just walk, you know, with, walk around with nothing on because it was irritating my chest, you know, it was either a ticklish or it was severe pain, you know, it was going on and off for a few years, um, and then it's talking about progesti- uh, Um, but I'm talking about the side effects of blah, 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 blah. They also do patches. I'm now on gel. When I started hormone gel, I went from experiencing all of these side effects. And when I started gel, I remember the first time I started it back in twenty. 20- 20. I believe it was pretty much before the pandemic. And when I started gel, it was on 0.5 milligrams, which I have right here. Sandrina estradiol gel uh, for transdermal use. It's a gel that I put on my inner thigh. Um, the doctor said that it's most effective on the inner thigh, so that's where I put it. Been putting it there for the past few years, and I remember not being able to sleep because the hot flashes were insanity. Um, I literally couldn't breathe and I was taking severe headaches, migraines, cramps in my stomach and um, there was one point where I couldn't move my legs properly because I was in so much pain. Um, Nausea, pretty much the effects that I would get from pills just ramped up to a thousand they're not as bad now, um, I went up to 1.5 milligrams at one point, but the doctors ended up telling me that I have too much estrogen in my body, so they've had to lower the dose back to 0.5 in the hopes that it will lower my dose, and this was after I got my blood count done, and blood tests, and all of that stuff done, uh, this was after, our, this was last September, I think, Um, so yeah, around that time, And the doctor ended up phoning me and was like, is this Melinda Campbell? I was like, yeah, because I pretty much deal with the nurses only in my doctor's surgery. And uh, they were basically telling me what was going on. So they had to lower the dose. No trans women on this planet can breastfeed or get period cramps. We get cramps, but it's a sign of the estrogen that we put into our body. It's got nothing to do with, you know, us getting periods because we're trans women. We can't get periods. And we certainly cannot breastfeed children, so whatever you're hearing is completely not a horseshit. If you're losing fluid from your nipples, that will dissipate within a few months if you're lucky. These are the facts. When I went from pills to gel, because mind you, with the, the pills, I wasn't really seeing any real change in my body, a little breast growth. You know, maybe smoother skin. Hair growth was quicker. This is what I was noticing when I was on the pills. Um, But in terms of the gel, my hair grew like crazy. My head hair grew like crazy. I gained weight like crazy. Like, seriously, I used to be so skinny. Even my parents were worried about how skinny I was. Then within a year... Got a belly, became a size fourteen. Now, again, I'm very picky with what I eat. Sometimes I won't eat at all. Um, maybe I'll eat just a bowl of chips or some pasta. You know, things like that. I don't eat. I don't really eat healthy, so I rarely eat fruit, cereal, the whole bit. Um. I don't pig out on burgers or, you know, any meats, fish, any of that stuff. Like I said, I'm, a, I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian either, but I'm just, you know, I tend to nibble quite a bit, um, but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, I really need to do it, I really needed to do this episode because what I'm seeing are trans people who are so delusional, and I don't care if I get called out, I'm speaking the truth, you know, um... A trans woman cannot get pregnant, cannot get periods, and cannot get period cramps. We get cramps as a side effect of putting estrogen into our bodies. They're not period cramps. What a woman goes through during her period with period cramps is something that we as trans women will never understand, never experience. Never. We now live in a society, live in a world where this is the reason why people hate us, why people are demonizing us and everything else. Misinformation from both trans women and from bigots, and then you have get everything else in between, and it needs to stop. And again, people are just looking for a reaction. Like that video I saw a while back on TikTok, this trans woman was in her car, and she went like that with a tampon. Oh, uh, no, that doesn't go on you. Then you find, well, what a tampon is used for. This is about the whole tampon debate, which I'm going to be talking about. But I had to do this episode, guys. I hope it helps, and, you know, again, I'm talking from my experience, but I know for a fact that a trans woman can never breastfeed. It's fucking ludicrous that any trans woman would think this. It's the same when trans women think that they can get a period. We can't. Don't ever think that you're going to be like a like I know what I am I'm a trans woman but I have never compared myself to a biological woman because what they go through we are so far removed from that we will never understand what it's like to be in their position, to be in their shoes just like they can never understand what it's like to be us just like trans man, trans men can never understand what it means to be in a biological born man's shoes and vice versa as a collective species, we'll never understand what it's like to be in the other person's shoes. So why don't you stop this bullshit right now? Otherwise it's just going to get way out of hand and then the damage is going to be irreversible. And if you're a doctor that deals with transi- uh, transgender patients, please come out and talk about this. Come out with the facts because People are running rampant on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else spreading lies and misinformation. So if you're a trans doctor in the UK or the US, come forward and actually speak the facts on transgender patients. Don't use bigotry. Don't use your hatred of us to basically spread lies and misinformation yourselves. I'm talking about doctors that deal with gender affirming care that have the facts because it's the same with these biological born women that are saying oh I can't get a hysterectomy but a trans woman you know a trans man can or you know whatever if you're having a problem getting a hysterectomy you need to talk to your doctor about it not a surgeon who deals with transgender patients if you want to go to transgender surgery to get a hysterectomy be my guest you can go private or through the nhs I don't know what the healthcare system is like in America, you know, but there are options here, but people are just trying to spin a narrative and creating lies and fear-mongering. I was on a waiting list for a year before I was even seen by doctors, and then I had to go through lengthy interviews, discussions with my doctor, psychosexual therapist, all that stuff before I was even considered for hormone treatment. Then I had to wait a year after that to get put into testosterone blockers. Testosterone blockers, which made me incontinent. So I've got incontinence, but it doesn't bother me because I knew the rest going in. I was also told that I would become infertile, which I am. I'm now infertile, I made that choice. Not once have I ever thought about detransitioning. I've thought about stopping my transition But that was because I was getting death threats and being bullied. But, yeah. To the trans women spreading all of this bullshit, misinformation, just stop. You're pathetic and you're embarrassing yourselves. You know for a fact that you can't get a period or get pregnant. I guess if you're intersex, but I don't really know how intersex people work, because I'm not intersex. I'm just a trans woman. With the facts of what the estrogen and testosterone blockers do. But I also have common sense, which a lot of people in the community don't have. And again, I don't care if I get attacked over this. You can believe whatever you want to believe in your head. But I went through my transition with the death threats, listening to doctors in terms of dressing up and wearing makeup and all that stuff being fake, dressing up as a fucking clown, when I know that biological-born women don't wear makeup every day or put their head up or, you know, wear dresses. This is why biological-born women are pissed off at us, because we are cosplaying as them. Because it's the doctors that are telling us that we have to dress up as them, as a stereotype so wearing the makeup having long hair having the breast forms you know wearing makeup being um, oh my god like oh my god you know just acting stupid when we should just still be acting normal because we're normal we're just different we're going through something that nobody can understand (sighs) but yeah I had to do this. It's been eating away at me and it's getting beyond a joke at this point. Like I said, TikTok is a breeding ground. People are only on it for the fame. Not all people, but, you know, the majority of people. Even the ones within the LGBT community. And it needs to stop. Because you're endangering other trans women by spreading misinformation and lies. you are all tarring and- people are tarring and feathering us with the same brush because of bullshit like this and it needs to stop it really does it needs to stop but I've said what I've said come at me all you want I don't care but I am sick to death of hearing that trans women oh I've got my first period cramp no you haven't you have got a cramp because it's a side effect of the fucking hormones that is it that is it No more, no less. But I hope you guys enjoyed the video, uh, the episode. Uh, uh, Remember to follow. I'm going to try and get back into this season. It's just been really hectic so far, so I will get back into all that chat, don't worry. Um, But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it informative. And yeah, lead with the truth, not lies. And I will see you guys in the next one. I've been your host, Mel Campbell, and you've been listening to and watching all that chat. Bye.